Hello, and welcome to Self-Taught Devs. If this is your first time joining us, this is a show where two self-taught developers discuss the learning and growth experience for folks just getting into the industry. My name is Eric Winklespect. And I'm Matt Ehrlich. And today, I want to discuss CSS stuff, Matt. I want to talk about a bunch of different aspects of CSS, our own learning journeys, influences, how we've developed throughout our coding career so far, preferred tools, methods, things like that. I would love to start with you on the actual process of learning CSS. I'd love to hear your journey. I want to talk about mine too, because I have, I don't know, I kind of struggled with it in the beginning, but I want to hear your take on how you went about learning CSS. What did you struggle with? Just what does that look like? So I really enjoy CSS. And I think that's what made my process for learning pretty easy. Once I learned HTML, right? Of course, the next process in the progression is to learn CSS. And I started, I think with a tutorial and I was just really wasn't learning a whole lot from the tutorial. So I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to start building some little BS projects. And that is where I learned the most. I know a lot of folks frown on um, half-made projects and leaving mm -hmm. that on your GitHub, but I love the half-made projects, right? So if there's something that I want to do in particular, if it's one concept, I'm not going to make a full, huge, complete project, right? I'm going to start something. Once I learn how to do that thing, and then I'll, I'll move on to the next topic. But basically, yeah, I just started building really small projects. I think one of my first ones that I was super proud of at the time, it was just a basic HTML, CSS site, and it just listed out some Star Wars characters. And mm. uh, I don't know if they were like light side or dark side and some information about it. And I styled it in CSS. And I was like, this is awesome. If I look back at it, the thing is hideous. But at the time, <laughs> I was like, I am amazing. This is great. Right. Mm. And so from there, I learned a little bit about CSS. And then I made, you know, a few more projects. I made like a BMI calculator, right? A body mass index calculator. And in that one, I added some more colors and um, some overlays. And I feel like each new project that I made, whether it was a fully finished one or a half finished one, I just added one more topic. So I didn't, you know, in quotations, try to learn CSS. I just mm -hmm. wanted to learn one new thing at a time. And then from there, I was like, I love this. I'm I'm hooked now, right? Like mm. I get to put in this little thing here in my CSS file and then like my page changes. So I think because I liked it and enjoyed it so much, it made it super easy for me specifically to learn CSS. Was this stuff after or before the, the Angela U course that you went through? This was before that. So I actually, I completely skipped the HTML and CSS portions of the Angela U course because mm. I just... I don't think it would have been, let's say, a waste of time, but it wouldn't have been the best use of my time, right? Since I already knew a lot of that. And I'm certainly no CSS expert, but by that time, I had already learned so much. My first introduction to all this stuff was the first Udemy course that I went through, which was the um, the Colt Steel course, which I mentioned a few times on, on some of these episodes. And I don't know, I don't really remember a whole lot about digging into CSS on that particular course, because I feel like it shifted pretty quickly to using Bootstrap. When I, you know, I finished that course and then started trying to build projects and, you know, use Bootstrap for my first real like full stack thing. And then when I wanted to build out a different project, which funny enough was actually like the, the current thing I'm doing, the, the We Should Watch project. I had that idea like, I don't know, a year ago. 
and I had like drawn out some designs and stuff and I sat down to start making it. And then I was just like, I have no idea how to make this thing look the way I want it to look without using something like bootstrap. And I didn't want to use bootstrap because like, I don't know, I just didn't really like the look of it anymore. It was just kind of clunky and weird. So I ended up, you know, I went back and I did at some point that Angela U course and she went through the CSS stuff, I think pretty well, but even when I sat down after that and still tried to do stuff, like I, I struggled with a lot of concepts, like, you know, box model concepts and Flexbox and grid and just really understanding how to visualize and conceptualize what you're building to make this stuff look right and not have a whole mess of code in front of you. So I ended up doing a lot of research on like other CSS folks. I know I came across Kevin Powell on YouTube at one point, and he's like the, the guy for CSS on YouTube, as far as I'm aware. He has a whole range of videos like across all different topics and different skill levels. But he mentioned the resource called Frontend Mentor, which is what I ended up using. Like when you're saying like little projects, Frontend Mentor has like, they have big scale stuff, like big full stack project stuff, or they have small things like, hey, make this product card, you know? And what they do is like, they give you a Figma file or, or a image file if you're not going to pay for the service or whatever. And then it's just like, here, go make this thing. That was really how I just kind of cut my teeth on CSS stuff, I guess. Cause it was just like the process of making that stuff look exactly like some designer made it, you know, figuring out the right ways to do that stuff, getting a handle on how to use like flex and grid and, you know, all the different stylings that you're going to put in CSS and stuff. It definitely took me, I think a while to really grasp how to do it and do it well. But just like you said too, like I really enjoy writing CSS. I enjoy writing vanilla CSS. It's, I don't know. It, I wouldn't call it therapeutic, but I feel like it's just one of those things where like I earned it, you know, and like when I sit down and do it, I'm like, OK, I, I understand this stuff now and I feel good at it. And it just it's more fun now than it used to be when it was a big struggle. I use front end mentor. What specifically about front end mentor really helped that information just stick to you and helped you learn CSS? I think it was taking my mind away from my own design on stuff because I'd be, I, you know, being honest, like when I was first trying to draw out what this application was going to look like, I don't know, I, I've been on the internet like most of my life, right? But I don't think I necessarily really paid attention to how things look and how, how things like interact and like understanding that everything on the internet is a box, right? Even going through these courses and kind of understanding like this is all boxes. Having those Figma files, I mean, I will say having a Figma file versus having just like a JPEG or whatever, because I, when I first used Frontend Mentor, I didn't pay for the service and I just downloaded like the free JPEG files. And it was, it was a thing and I was able to get a little bit of learning out of it. But when I actually signed up and downloaded like Figma files and was able to see like how some of those files were laid out and fonts and, you know, actual like pixel sizes on things and trying to get things more specific, it sort of just started opening up and like making sense to me, you know, and I didn't have to worry about like, well, how do I make this thing look good? You know, it was more just like, this thing looks good. How do I just recreate this using the tools that CSS gives me and make this thing render in a browser? I see. So how was your learning progression? Did you learn a lot at once? Did you maybe learn one concept at a time and then move on like I did? What was your process like? I guess I don't, I definitely didn't do like a concept at a time. It was just kind of like a jumble for me. It was like, okay, here's a project through Frontend Mentor that I'm going to work on. Let's figure out how to make this work. 
And when I hit a concept that I didn't quite understand, I went and researched and then tried to implement it. But it wasn't like, I'm going to pick this one thing just so I can learn Flexbox, or I'm going to pick this one thing just so I can learn, you know, specificity or something like that. I feel like I had a pretty good handle on specificity already from some of the previous stuff. I guess it was, I had some of the individual pieces and I had to get better at understanding some of the other things. And then marrying all that together was really what Frontend Mentor helped me do, I think, just having their projects. I think what it really helped me do was get started on a project much more quickly. You know, for some reason, especially in the very beginning, I kind of struggled with like what to build. You know, the you go through those courses and everybody's just like, go build stuff now, go build, go build. And I'm, I was just like, I don't even know where to start. You know, so kind of removing myself from that process and allowing just to focus on, all right, we've got a project and we can just make something look this way. Now go, I think just help propel me forward. I realized that after some time that I didn't have to try to memorize things, right? So mm. when I first started, I was like, okay, in order to learn this, I have to remember it. Like I have to do that. And then once I started actually building projects on my own, I realized that I was just utilizing a lot of the same things in CSS, right? Mm. Um, it was, I guess, a bit difficult for me to learn Flexbox in the beginning. But once I started building projects, I'm like, okay, well, I'm doing the same, sort of the same thing here that I did in the last project and then the, in the project before that. And then after that, it really like stuck in my head. So that's why I really loved building those little mm -hmm. tiny projects because I didn't have to focus on memory, uh, remembering everything. It just, it kind of stuck after a while. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess, I think it's kind of just like learning any other skill, right? Like it's the repetition of it. And, you know, you build out all these little individual components, no matter what project you're building, you kind of do it the same way, right? You're whatever you're building, you're building a card or you're building an entire page. They're all within some kind of box or some kind of container. And then within that container, you have some kind of spacing with your elements and, you know, whether you're using padding or flexbox and gap or whatever you choose to use. And those things are kind of specific to you too, right? Like some people want to use margin or padding for everything. Meanwhile, like I'm somebody that will always default to like, give me Flexbox and give me gap so I can just space my items as I want to space them without doing padding or margin on everything, you know, let Flexbox handle that. And I guess, I don't know, I'd love to hear your process because my, my way of going about CSS is like, I, I want all of my containers to handle how my elements are positioned rather than the other way around. Right. So think about like a card, if you're building some kind of pricing card or something, to the extent that I can do it, that card container should have, you know, if it's, it's I'm going to use like Flexbox or whatever, Flex Column, I'm going to use padding on that, on that container. So things only go out so far, so wide. I'm going to use gap for spacing for all those elements. I'm going to have the Flexbox center things the way I want it to be centered. And like that's controlling the majority of stuff in that card. And then maybe if I need to make an adjustment on like one element within that card, as far as positioning, it's like, how it aligns itself compared to something else, right? Maybe like all my text is left aligned, but my button is centered or whatever, but that container is doing most of the work, right? And that's just the way my brain has kind of developed with all this stuff is like, find the box where all this stuff lives, make that box control those elements. And then if you have anything else, go do that other thing. What about you? What do you do? Yeah, I do sort of the same thing, right? You have the the container and, you know, you apply your CSS to the container and then you see how things align and then, you know, you kind of adjust accordingly. I, I pretty much really just do the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, and 
sometimes what I like to do is go back to my previous projects. Like if I really loved the way I implemented something previously, I'll go back to that project and be like, okay, well, I know what it looks like, but what did I do here? And then um, that saves me a whole bunch of time, right? Because now I'm like, instead of having to think about like what to implement, I could just kind of like copy the same sort of styling as my previous project. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, applying your CSS to the, the parent container and sort of letting things fall in place. And then going from there, I do the same sort of thing. Yeah, I think I like that I kind of went in that method because that wasn't really how I learned it. Like, I'm pretty darn sure. And it's been a while since I took the course, but I'm pretty darn sure the the Colt Steel course, we did a lot of things as far as like, oh, margin or padding on specific elements and less so on like on container elements controlling that stuff. So I think it was like the way I was brought into it wasn't as smooth as maybe if I found a different resource to learn some of this stuff. But regardless, I developed the way I developed. You want to talk about tools, tools that you that you have used, that you have tried? I, I mentioned, you know, Bootstrap earlier, but I want to hear about things that you have tried, what you like, what you don't like, what you use today, and kind of that journey. So right off the bat, my favorite tool to use is just plain vanilla CSS. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's, that's what I know. And I feel like once you learn that, you could just learn any sort of library or tool, right? Because sure. it's all based off vanilla CSS. In the beginning, I used Bootstrap, but trying to like read the and understand the class names of, of Bootstrap, I was just getting annoyed. I'm like, it, w- it was taking me a, lo- a lot of time to learn. And I definitely see the use of Bootstrap, right? It's it's very pre-made. And if you want to just spin something up really quick and you want it to look nice and um, you know have your media queries and everything work really well, I like Bootstrap for that. I also recently try Tailwind CSS with my React project. And I absolutely hated the way inline Tailwind looks in a React project, mm-hmm. uh, especially when you first start learning HTML, CSS. One of the main concepts, of course, is the separation of concerns, right? Mm-hmm. Have everything separate from one another. And then when you put Tailwind in line with React, it, it messes all that up. Of course, there's different ways to implement Tailwind, so you don't have that issue. But I really just like vanilla CSS, especially mm-hmm. the way I structure my projects. Each component will have a folder. Each folder will have, um, you know, your CSS file, and then you know, like your JSX file, and maybe like a test file. So that's that works for me. So you are most accustomed now to using CSS modules, is what it sounds like, rather yes. than just one big CSS file. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I think it allows me to visualize what's going on a lot easier, Mm -hmm. right? Like when you have one huge CSS file, you have to like scroll through everything and like, oh, wait, where where did I put this? Where does this go? I don't remember. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, if each component has its own CSS file, it's so much easier to just look at it and then, you know, fix things accordingly. Yeah, I definitely end up in the same spot. Like my preference today is 100% CSS modules. I feel like I'm way faster when I'm just writing CSS, just vanilla. But my my progression has kind of been like, you know, I mentioned starting with Bootstrap. And there was another one in there in that same Cold Steel course called Balma, which I have never really heard anybody talk about besides in that one specific course. It's, it's similar to Bootstrap. So, I mean, like they're kind of, uh, you know, interchangeable, but uh, did those at first, then kind of just leaned in hard on going with one CSS file. And in the beginning, I didn't have any organizational structure whatsoever. It was just kind of like whatever I named my my elements, whatever class names they had, whatever IDs they had, I was just kind of going for it. And I had such a hard time with 
media queries because of that. It was like, that was just a struggle for me for some reason. But eventually I got better at understanding mobile first development. Uh, there was a, a playlist that I watched on YouTube from, I think the guy's Net Ninja. He has a number of really good courses out there, but he had one that was like mobile, mobile first development. And he just kind of worked through the process of building out a web page with a CSS file, just top to bottom of like, we're starting with our mobile styles. And then we have our media query for our next level up for our tablet stuff. And then we have our adjustments there. And then our media query for the next you know st um, step up from that and screen size and like your desktop stuff at the bottom. And then once I had that structure of just like, okay, if I'm doing one CSS file, and then I can, you know, go top to bottom with how I'm going to label this thing out mobile to, to larger screen sizes. And then within that, I used IDs for a lot of stuff, like all sections of my pages or whatever. So it was easier for me to identify. That worked out really well for me for a while. But then when working on bigger projects, like that file just got enormous, you know. And then once I found my way into CSS modules, it was just like, wow, this is a game changer, you know, because it doesn't matter what you, you know, you don't have to put those specific classes on there and try to avoid collisions, right? You just had, hey, I'm in this card component. I'm going to just name this thing title class, import my file and styles.title or whatever. It's also really nice to just have a much smaller CSS file and work on a small component at a time, even if, you know, even if you're doing the same thing in a large CSS file, it's just a lot nicer to, to work with. Tailwind, I'm with you on Tailwind. Like I'm actually using it today. I was working on something this morning. Um, just a kind of a quick project to practice um, Stripe integration. And I was just like, I don't really feel like going through and writing out CSS files for all the stuff I'm going to do. So let me just do Tailwind again. And it's it's okay. I see the benefit of using Tailwind when you don't really want to think about styles too much, right? Because it's kind of got stuff pre-programmed out for you. And I mean, it uses, I don't know how much you've looked into like UI and UX design, but like there's like the the four and eight point system. So like all of your elements are in your spacing and your font sizes are all like sizes that are divisible by either four or eight. And I'm pretty sure Tailwind follows all that stuff. So like you don't have to think about it. It's just there for you, which is nice. But yeah, I don't like the gigantic line of class names in my file. It's just it's it's fine. I can't imagine that being great to work with on like a really big project, but for something that's small that you just want to bang out real quick and be done with, like, okay, for me, people are very hyped up on Tailwind. I remember I put a post on LinkedIn a while back about, hey, I'm trying Tailwind. And like a lot of people are super jazzed about it. And then a couple of days later, I was like, I hate it. I'm going back to, <laughs> to CSS modules and people were pissed about it or super jazzed that I was going back to modules. So it's kind of a kind of divisive. Yeah, I, uh, I totally get what you're saying. Uh, about Tailwind, actually, when I when I was really really early in my journey, I was learning Bootstrap through that course, and I was super stoked about it. Right, I was happy. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Oh, cool!" Because when you're learning new things, you know, you feel good. You're like, "Awesome!" And I made a post about it on LinkedIn about I learned how to use Bootstrap today, and I made this thing, and it was so much fun. And like every third comment was, "Use Tailwind, bro." <laughs> use Tailwind, bro. Just like that, you know how many bros I get online? Mm -hmm. Tailwind, bro. And I'm like, why? Right? So eventually I gave in and made a Tailwind project. And I'm like, this just isn't making that much of an improvement in my development process. Mm -hmm. Like, it's cool and all, but I don't get the hype, right? And then, I, I don't know. I think 
what I've learned along the journey is a lot of this stuff is just personal opinion. Sure. Yeah. And like, we should stop telling people they have to do things according to our personal opinion, right? Mm Because there's so many ways to, to, you know, to to use CSS and, and to style. What really changed for me is I saw somebody on LinkedIn, I forgot her name, but she does CSS art mm. and takes like, I don't know, a picture of something or like a, like a Game Boy or something and recreates it in vanilla CSS and my mind is blown. And I'm like, okay, I mean, if we're doing this stuff in vanilla CSS, you know, I'm sticking mm-hmm. with it, right? Yeah. Because you can do whatever you want with vanilla. Yeah. The CSS art is something I haven't really explored yet, but I, I do see posts about that too. And every time I see something, I'm just like, oh, that's so impressive. I try to think about how how they go about doing some of that. I've seen one or two videos of people like making CSS art um, or something similar. And I don't know, it's super fun. I, I don't, I don't know, is it practical if I'm like on the job journey to just start doing CSS art stuff? Maybe, maybe not. But like, I guess it shows, you know, your mastery over the the concepts of CSS then, right? I mean, it's certainly a way to stake out. That's For sure. Important. Yeah. I mean, who else is doing that? Certainly not me, but I admire <laughs> it. I, I would say, I, I want to hear your opinion on this too, but like, I think you mentioned up front when you were like, hey, when you learn CSS, then you can kind of use whatever. Looking back on my journey, and I kind of, I think I said this before too, is just like, man, I wish I learned this stuff in a slightly different order. You know, I wish I didn't have so much of a focus on bootstrap in the beginning and like these other tools that kind of made CSS feel a little more magical than it actually is and mysterious. Because then once you dig into CSS, you're like, okay, I understand why Bootstrap's doing all the stuff that it's doing. I understand why they're using this particular column model or or whatever they're doing. Like, I definitely wish I just dug into the basics. Everybody says spend time with the basics, especially when talking about JavaScript and stuff too, right? But I wish I spent more time digging into the basics of CSS and really getting a solid foundational knowledge there before exploring any other tools. But I mean, I came back to it anyway, so I'm not, you know, I'm okay with where I'm at, but What's your opinion, Matt, on on kind of a general roadmap for people? Yeah, I think some courses really, they go over uh, very briefly and then they, you know, insert in a library and then you're kind of fixated on that, right? But yeah, I think my learning process with anything has just been start small, struggle a lot, lots of repetition, and then move on. And I think learning vanilla CSS and struggling a little bit in the beginning and making, you know, small things. I think that helped me a lot. And, you know, if you start off with something like Bootstrap, maybe you don't realize why you would want to use something like Bootstrap, right? Mm -hmm. But like, since I started off with vanilla CSS, I'm like, okay, I see like maybe something else would take a little bit less time and be a little bit less work. And since I already know what's being implemented here, um, I could fully appreciate it, right? Mm -hmm. I know that uh, some folks really struggle with uh, vanilla CSS, but maybe give it some time and uh, continue to struggle for a little bit and build some small projects. Don't just move on right away. I know I mentioned a few resources. I mentioned Kevin Powell on YouTube. I mentioned NetNinja's mobile first development playlist. One other that I forgot about was like Wes Boss put out a couple videos on Flexbox. I think it was called What the Flex that helped me out a little bit, which is understanding positioning and stuff. Do you have any like required reading, so to speak, on CSS or things that helped get you uh, a better understanding of CSS in general that you would recommend? Honestly, I really wish I did. But no, I think, you know, for let's say JavaScript or, or React, I would have I would have some resources, but vanilla CSS, it was really just all trial and error for me. Mm. Right. So I looked, maybe I looked at a picture and I was like, Hmm, 
I already know how to do this, but I can't do that. How would I do that? Right. So you just look mm -hmm. that up, do a Google search or maybe go to Stack Overflow and then there's your answer. And you're like, okay, well, you know, I'll implement that and just keep doing the same thing over and over again for more uh, complex things that I wanted to build. Yeah. And that's really how it went for me. So really just no specific resource and mostly trial and error. Yeah. That front end mentor is another good resource, right? I think for, especially for the folks like myself who in the beginning struggled with trying to understand what to build. I would also really recommend at some point digging more into UI and UX stuff. Uh, lately, I've been watching some videos here and there on YouTube. I can't remember anybody's specific channel names to recommend, but there are a number of folks out there and find the people that you click with, right? But learning more about UI design and UX design is really helping me when it comes to CSS stuff as well. Just because like, I don't know, I'm more comfortable understanding when I look at a design, kind of like what the thought process that went behind it and kind of turning that into CSS code. For some reason, that's just making more sense to me. And I think it makes the whole process a little bit easier versus just like looking at a picture and, and trying to figure out how it should all work in CSS. Because like, especially when you look at like modern web design UI stuff, it just lines up with box model and CSS uh, code, really. So like the better you understand some of that UI design framework, because it's not just like move shit around until it looks good. There's some actual like rules you can follow when it comes to UI design and things that make sense and, and why you want to do the things that you're doing and, and why you want to place things the way they're placed or why you want to use certain alignment on things. And I think once you start to understand that stuff a little bit better, I don't know, for me, it's all just clicking um, having having that information. Yeah. And one thing that I also do is I look back at my old projects and it really helped me learn why it's important to have things like transitions or hover effects, mm. right? Because it's something simple, but it really, it, it stands out on a web page, right? And, you're, and when you don't have those things, it's sort of, you start to notice, right? So those are some things that I picked up on later on down the road, but yeah, maybe just looking at different styles and and noticing different um, effects that a page has. Um, that also helped me pick up on a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we didn't even talk about like interactivity and stuff. But yeah, I don't know. I think we covered a lot of ground. Are there any other specific topics you want to cover, Matt? Yeah, I would just say just do what works for you. I've gotten a lot of different advice on, okay, you should try to use this library or you should use that library. And then I'll also get the advice. It doesn't really matter because once you're working for a company, you're just going to use what they prefer. And I'm mm -hmm. like, all right, so I'll just stick with vanilla CSS because it'll make it easier for me to transition to whatever library someone else uses. Yeah, I, I'm, on, I'm with you on that. For me, I come from the perspective of like, I do a bunch of scale modeling stuff. And in the process of learning scale modeling, it was kind of just like, there's a lot of different techniques and tools that you can use to do the same kinds of things, whether that's like cleaning up the parts of your model or how you surface prep for painting or, you know, how you add details. And like, you can do a whole bunch of different types of things or techniques. And it's all just trying different tools and trying different techniques and seeing what works for you and what allows you to have the most fun with what you're doing and also be successful and also be, you know, as fast as you want to be. Um, I said the same thing to my girlfriend the other day. He's like, she is uh exploring painting and doing more with that. And I said the same thing to her. I was like, doesn't really matter what you use right now, but try a bunch of different kinds of tools and see what you like. And then keep exploring that and follow your interests on this stuff. Cause that's really the most important when you're learning something new, right? Is letting your interests guide you in that process. 
For sure. That's really important, especially in the early processes of, of learning CSS. Try it all, see what works for you, see what you like the best and uh, you know, build on that. And just use Tailwind, bro. <laughs> Always use Tailwind, bro. All right. I would like to thank everybody for checking out this episode. If you would do us the kindness of leaving a rating and review on your podcast platform of choice, that would help us out tremendously. And if you haven't already, please subscribe. We release episodes every Friday and we have been growing organically. And it's very exciting to see all the all the folks following along with us and the new listeners we have every single week. So thank you again for checking us out. For Matt Ehrlich, my name is Eric Winklespecht, and thank you for listening to Self-Taught Devs.